Welcome to day 173 of the story that changes everything. Our readings for today are Proverbs chapters 23 through 25. Here are some thoughts to guide your reading for today. Chapter 23 continues the 30 sayings from a sage to their son or apprentice. The various sayings seem to assume that this young person is or will rise up the ranks of leadership in the community, and as they do, they will need to develop a certain kind of character and avoid certain kinds of temptations. They'll need to learn proper manners and etiquette. They will need to commit themselves to continual learning. They need to be careful not to use their new position of influence to exploit the poor and needy. And they must be careful to discern those who are truly wise from those who just like the trappings of wealth and status, but inwardly they are foolish and short-sighted. As verse 17 encourages, Don't let your heart envy sinners, but fear the Lord constantly. Then you will have a future, and your hope won't be cut off. The 30 sayings continue through the first half of chapter 24. In these sayings, too, the sage is warning the young leader to avoid temptations that come along with their new status. Love wisdom, but flee from the habits and practices that are foolish and will ultimately bring bondage. The 30 sayings end at verse 22. The final 12 verses of this chapter offer an additional small collection of sayings from the wise to the young apprentice. The themes addressed in this short collection include the pleasure provided by an honest answer. My favorite verse in this section is verse 26. Those who speak honestly are like those who kiss on the lips. But other themes in this short section include the importance of prioritizing one's work, avoiding laziness, and the importance of living and acting according to divine justice. The fourth major section of Proverbs begins with chapter 25 and extends through chapter 29. This section opens by saying that these Proverbs originated during the time of Solomon and were copied and arranged by scribes and sages at Hezekiah's court. It's possible that Hezekiah, who you will remember as one of Judah's most important reforming kings, commissioned the collecting and copying of Proverbs from the Solomonic era as an integral part of promoting right living and true worship in Jerusalem and throughout Judah during his day. The first few chapters of this fourth section are distinguished by numerous proverbs constructed around analogies. Frequently, a metaphor or word picture stands in the first line, and the topic is expressed then in the second line. Often then the metaphor functions like a kind of riddle. I love the proverb in verse 11, words spoken at the right time are like gold apples in a silver setting. You might notice some familiar sayings in verses 21 and 22 about the treatment of enemies. This wisdom famously shows up in Paul's writings in Romans 12 in the midst of his encouragement that believers not be overcome by evil, but that they overcome evil with good. Noticing this is an important reminder of how steeped the New Testament writers were in the language and thought of the Hebrew scriptures. So keep reading, sing a song to someone with a troubled heart today, and don't eat too much honey. But keep pursuing wisdom, and we'll keep reading tomorrow with Proverbs chapters 26 through 28. I'll talk to you tomorrow.